Yo, today's QOD is most people accept the reality that they've been given. Here we go. Today's show, I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Motivation Monday, so who better to have on the show than Mr. Les Brown, who's about to drop some truth bombs about changing your reality, getting brand new results in your life. And we talked about this last week. We actually talk about it all the time, but remember, my friends, that you cannot change your life by rearranging the circumstances and the conditions on the outside. You can try, but they will not hold. The only way they're going to hold, the only way that they're going to permanently change for you is if you rearrange what's going on within. You must rearrange your mind And then your reality on the outside becomes a reflection of what's within. So you're going to get some tips today from Les about how to do that. Enjoy. Here's Les. And then it says, thy works. See, now most people look at that, commit thy works. Most people look at activity that one engages in to achieve a predetermined objective. But works, commit thy works, it pluralizes, there's an S there. Learn this from Bishop. You got to watch these things in Scripture. Just can't go on the surface. There's an S. Then say commit thy work, whatever task, whatever talent, whatever skill, whatever knowledge you have, and begin to make money doing that, making a difference, impacting people's lives. But commit thy work. So there's two kinds of work. There's external work, activity that you're engaged in, and there is internal work. Now why is that important? Pharisees said to Jesus, when shall the kingdom of God come? The kingdom of God coming not by observation. They shall say, it's neither low there, low here, behold, the kingdom of God within you. It's within you. Seek ye first the kingdom, and all these things will be added unto you. Wealth, good relationship, peace of mind, good health, better community, whatever you want to desire. A more powerful ministry. So the work is internal as well as external. So therefore, number one is, First step is you got to live your calling. You got to decide what is it you love. Second thing is you've got to work on yourself. Write this down under work on yourself. You don't get in life what you want, you get in life what you are. You have a ministry and you have 300 people, that's a reflection of you. You have 2,000, that's a reflection of you. You have a job, you're generating $1,200 a year or $2,000, or $500,000, whatever you earn, whatever you're producing in your life is a reflection of you. That's why it says, judge a tree by the fruit it bears. I can look at what you're producing and I can tell you a lot about who you are. And if you look at people who are living below their potential, 
and sinning, and sin in the Aramaic language means falling short of the mark. I asked the question earlier, how many of you have goals? You raise your hands. How many of you know if you had your life to live over again, you can do more than what you've done? The majority of us raise our hands. Then that was an indication. That was testimony to reflect the fact that you operate operating below your potential. That's a sin. Hearing my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. Didn't just say fruit, much fruit. See, when you leave here, you've got to make a commitment to be more fruitful, to be more productive, to make greater impact. So what will allow you to do that? You've got to spend time working on yourself. In order to do, write this down, in order to do something you've never done, you've got to be someone you've never been. In order to do something you've never done, you've got to be someone you've never been. That's why Scripture says you must be born again. You've got to die as you are now. You've got to be willing to give up who you are now for what you can become. Certain things will no longer fit into your life. There's no place for it. In order to do something you've never done, you've got to be someone you've never been. So you've got to spend serious time reading, writing your goals down, reading Scripture, anchoring yourself spiritually to handle the storms of life because they're going to come. You've got to read things that will help to develop your mind, your consciousness. Your attitude, this man changed my life, Mr. Leroy Washington. I was in his class one day, and I was waiting on another student. He came in, and he said, young man, go to the board and work this problem out for me. I said, um, I, I can't do that, sir. And he said, why not? I'm not one of your students, sir. He said, it doesn't matter. Go to the board and work the problem out anyhow. Uh, I, I, I can't do what you're asking me to do, sir. Why not? because I'm, I'm educable, mentally retarded, sir. And all the kids laughed because they knew I was in special education. And then he came from behind his desk and he looked at me. He said, don't you ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Most of us live within the context of somebody else's opinion of us. I saw a movie a few weeks ago called The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. Not a very popular movie. But there was one line in there that made it worth the movie for me. This young man was born under the camera. That somebody set up a, a gigantic studio and created the life of a real person to act out in the context of a soap opera. Everybody knew but him. All of it was created, was fabricated. And then when he discovered it, he was trying to escape. And a, and a guy said, he won't get out. And the guy said, why? He said, he won't leave. The guy said, why would you say that? He said, because most people accept the reality that they have been given. Do you hear that? See, most people are not creating wealth. Why? Because they were born in poverty. And they go through life unconscious. They don't know that they can have more. They don't know that they can be more. They say the words, I can do all things with Christ who strengthens me. We're more than conquerors, but subconsciously. And that's how you judge if a person really knows. If you know it, you're doing it. If you know it, you're living it. If you know it, you're manifesting it. You're producing it. And so therefore, as you look at yourself, you've got to have this vision of yourself 
beyond your circumstances. You've got to see yourself every day, I can do this. I can make this happen. I'm blessed and highly favored. Good things are supposed to happen to me. You've got to see yourself every day working on your goals. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a three by five card, and here's a scripture I want you to put on the back of that card. Matthew 7th chapter and the 7th verse, ask and it shall be given you, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Now put that on one side of the card, and on the flip side write your goal down. And read that three times a day, whatever that goal is. My goal was to buy my mother home. I read that three times a day, asking it shall be given, seeking ye shall find, knocking it shall be opened. Every day, I have a goal right now. My goal's on this card. I read it three times a day, sometimes more. I read that scripture, then I read my goal. To put that in my subconscious mind, why? Our thoughts have magnetic power. Demonstration. How many have ever thought about somebody and they call you out of the blue? Raise your hands, please. You say, I was just thinking about you. You were on my mind. See, thoughts have power. We think, according to psychologists, 40 to 50,000 thoughts a day. So now you want to begin to horn in on your thoughts. Keep an eye single. You want to focus. You want to begin to discipline yourself to control your thinking. Most people never achieve their goals because they allow themselves to be sidetracked by secondary activities, the distractions of life. Peter would still be walking on the water had he not allowed himself to be distracted. People are all concerned about the scandal that's going on in the White House, obsessed with it, going out, buying newspapers and books to read about it. They should be obsessed by their own lives. What's it to thee? You should be so focused, so busy on your own life, keeping the main thing, the main thing, until you're oblivious as to what's going on around you. You don't have time. People ask me, do you think he did it? I don't know and I don't care. It's not putting any money in my pocket. And if I was advising him when I went into that grand jury, all I would have done is just started speaking in tongues. That ought have fixed him. Chevrolet, Honda, Honda, Toyota, Toyota. What would Kim Star say then? Cross-examine that. All right, that was Les Brown. His website is lesbrown.com. You can watch today's talk on YouTube, but it's called Motivational Speaker, Les Brown, Armed and Dangerous. That is it for me. Please leave a rating or a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated. And follow me on the Instagram at Sean Croxton. I'm out. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.